Savage. Austin Jackson back looks up. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Tame center for Kane. He scores. Oh, Patrick Kane set up by Jonathan Tame. The dynamic duo comes through in overtime. Hawk wins. Looking. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away. and welcome to another post-game recap. We had the Blackhawks facing the Predators tonight. They did fall 2-1 to one in the shootout. As we like to say at Cloudgate Sports, at least we got the point. Uh, that's very important. Uh, so, absolutely remarkable game from Link. And then, uh, just, he's been absolutely hot this season. And he continues to stay hot as the season goes on. Having 40... What was it 40, 41 saves on 42 shot attempts? He looked very good tonight. Uh, just like we said in the last episode, typical Corey Crawford type game. No offense. The defense didn't help much, and our goaltending had to bail us out. Unfortunately, we didn't come out with the win. So, Pat, how are we feeling after this game? Pretty similar to what we felt like last night. It was a uh... It was just a, an all-around tough game. Uh, defense was lacking. Offense, we really didn't generate any sort of offense until the last couple minutes of the third. I would say like the last 10 minutes of the third period. Um, just It was just a tough go. I mean, you have to give props. Uh, Saros for the Preds had a hell of a game in that, and so did Lankanen. Uh, it's the only, reason really, re, the only reason really why their teams were actually still um, in the game come the third period. And we were able to force overtime. We had two wide-open nets, uh, two shots on a wide-open net in overtime that could, we couldn't uh, hammer home. Fucking Yanmark was inches away from ending the game. Yeah, it was just a tough a tough game all around. Um, and, uh, you know, we couldn't get the job done in, in, in the shootout. We saw Kubli go first. He missed. Uh, Kane went second. He also missed. And then, surprisingly, Lucas Yanmark uh or Matias Yanmark, excuse me. He went third. I was kind of expecting Dylan Strom to go, and he couldn't bury it home. And the one goal that was scored, I believe it was Matthew Shane, who scored, who scored for the Preds. Yeah. Uh, just absolutely undressed Lankinen. So you can't give pin too much on Lankinen. I don't even think Corey Crawford makes that save. But the end of not, the day, Yeah, not too many point. people make that save. That was a very good move on uh, Duchesne's part. Yeah, and the day we got the point, and, uh, you know, we, I don't, we didn't play horrible. We didn't play great. These were two very iffy games. Um, we got at the end. Of the day, we got to put it behind us. We got to get ready to move on for Columbus on Friday. Yeah, we'll just hop over the hits real quick. You know, we were we were PT's hit to, corner, baby. PT's hit corner, man. Ten to ten to eighteen. Got to have more hits. Got to be more physical. Hopefully, loosen up some pucks too. Um, it's just, it's it's tough. It's a tough one. And but hey, at least Kane had four shots on goal instead of zero. You know, so that is true. You gotta look. You gotta dig deep into these stat lines, boys, to find some positives. But um, Especially with you know, the offense tonight, you got to dig real deep. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I have a question here, boys, though. So I'm looking at the standings right now. We slipped down to sixth place, but we have 
we have seven points, but Stars, Panthers, and Lightning have six points. Why? 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 And they're second, third, and fourth. Is it because they haven't lost a game? It's because so, of their, they have less games played. Uh, well, we lost. We lost to Tampa. We lost to Florida. So that was going to play a role already. Dallas. I can never remember. I'm pretty sure points plays first. Not not wins and losses. I'm pretty sure it was always points that played first. So I can understand why Florida might be up there. Actually, no, it doesn't make any sense at all. I don't know. Maybe those those aren't ours. Are our, is ours up to date? We played eight games. We yeah, should have. Yeah. I don't know then. That Seven. might be. This is what we've won two games. Yeah, we're at. So we are at seven points. I'm not too sure why it's like that. Um, I might just be missing the mark on how they weigh some points. But yeah, that's, yeah. that is kind of weird. Here's another thing too. Uh, we have played. We've played the most in our division so far. So don't look too far into the standings because when everybody catches up game wise, we're gonna be yeah, we're gonna be lacking a little bit on the point end. But yeah, another great performance from our goaltending. We saw Subban have a really good game last night. Lincoln had a great game today. Uh, so that's one problem that we went into at the at the beginning of the season. Seems to be mellowing out now where Subban and Lankinen have been playing very well. Pat, do you think Lankinen's in net on Friday, or do you think we see Subban, or by any means do we see Delia? No, Delia definitely not. Um, you have the day off. I would imagine Lankinen is probably going to get the start on Friday. I believe we are off. Saturday, so we do have a day off between games, and I would imagine probably seeing Malcolm Subban getting the start on Sunday. I don't see Delia with the the way these two are played in this national series. I, there's no reason. There's reasons to give Subban a start. There's reasons to give Langan a start. There's no reason to give Delia a start at the moment. So, so that's that's where I kind of want to direct my next question to. Um, so obviously, in baseball, you kind of strategize against hitting against a right hand pitcher and a left hand pitcher. Um, Pat, do you see any like do you, do you think they're strategizing against maybe people that are going glove side more and someone's working glove side better, or do you see anything like that possibly making a decision as a, for our attendees as well? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that was actually a pretty decent, a pretty important role as to why um, Subban got the start last night because you didn't. You, so Saros has been pretty spectacular over his last season uh, as well as the start of the season that he is assumed the new starting position for the Predators over Pecorine. And I think once they got a uh, win that Pecorine was going to be starting last night, uh, they were going to start Subban. Subban actually, in his, in his like 43, 42 games he started, he's actually bode well against the Predators. So I'm not surprised seeing him last night was starting due to his, his prior history with them, as well as him matching up against um, a backup goaltender in Pecorine. And I think that played the same thing as to tonight um, in terms of just – having our starters go up against starters. Uh, do I think they're really going to hone in on who is like attacking certain areas of the net? Probably not because you probably have a good mixture of, you know, their first and second line are pretty, pretty strong at driving the net and maybe going short side where the third and fourth are going uh, glove side that are usually staying back, not crashing that stuff like that. So I don't think that's going to play an over resounding role in that, but I do think that I'm looking at prior history against this team, as well as who they're matching up against in terms of the other goaltender do definitely play a role. So, yeah, that makes sense for sure. Definitely. So Pat, you said it with the schedule coming up. Uh, we are playing quite a few games from, from now tonight to 
So they play on Friday. From Friday to next Thursday, they play a game. They have the night off, and then they play another game. So there's going to be a big stretch here where we're going to see some movement goaltending-wise. We might not see as many back-to-back starts uh, with the stretch of games that we might see. So this is the time where Colleton's got to put his coaching shoes on and figure it out and get the right guy in that. Uh, right now, I'm comfortable with, with both Subban and Lankinen. So either way, I'll be good to go. Uh, anything else on the game tonight, Pat? Uh, I think we do want to uh, hit on that. Lucas Walmark was also added to the COVID uh, list before the tra- puck drop today. Uh, the Hawks did go with a little bit more of an abstract um, lineup. So you dress 20 men per night, and most most uh, pretty pretty consistently, you're going to see obviously your two goaltenders dressed. Uh, you'll go with 12 forwards and six defensemen. We did see 11 forwards and seven defensemen dressed tonight as Bo Dan got his first, his second NHL career start. Um, not really too sure why that was played. Maybe because the Walmart was such a last second scratch. I think it happened like an hour or two before puck dropped that they kind of had, they had Bo Dan ready to go due to uh, Boquist being out there. That was something they were more comfortable in doing in terms of just running with seven uh, D men and then just 11 on the, uh, on the forwards, so that will I would keep an eye on that. I would imagine you're probably going to go back to your normal twelve and six uh, dudes that are up against Columbus. Uh, I do want to met, or mention too that we did not score a power play goal. Um, the streak it was tough, is broken. The streak did break. Uh, we had played. This was our eighth game. We had played seven games straight where we had scored a power play goal, and that ended tonight. Uh, we both teams went over four on the power play. So I mean, as much as you want to. Look at it as a negative that we didn't score on the power play. Our penalty kill has done pretty well over the past couple of games between both uh, Detroit and Nashville, which is awesome to see. And then lastly, I think I just want to touch on, obviously, our goal that was scored. It was that fourth line. Uh, the Carpenter bang went home with Hagel and uh, Camp. I've always been a big fan of this line, even last year. I uh, wasn't too big, yeah. of a, big of a fan last year because Zach Smith was on that line. I was never a big fan of him. Uh, I don't particularly care to see Highmore not playing. I'd rather see him on the ice but I understand what they're doing, and it's a fourth line. They're a team they're, they're a line that's never really going to put up too many stats, but they do make the press zone in the ice in terms of eating clock and you know, pretty, pretty much creating a stalemate against the, attack, or the attackers on the other team. So it's awesome to see them get on the, the stat sheet tonight. At the end of the day, we just drew no offense. That was our big issue. We had like less than half of what the Predators had on shots or just a little bit over half what the Predators had on shots, and that's not going to win any hockey games. I was going to see Patrick Kane get a couple shots in that, too, and he looked like he had a pep in his step on the ice today as well, bouncing back from a no-shot game against game one against the Preds. So a couple of things you definitely need to look at uh, going into a little bit of a break before we take on Columbus on Friday, and hopefully Kyle and Connor realize the troops. Yeah, definitely. So let's get into the player of the game. Uh, I've got Lincoln in 41 saves on 42 shots. He's Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, very positive start to the season. Let's hope that he continues to build on that. And hopefully we struck some gold uh, with Lankinen like we did with Corey Crawford. Yeah, my player of the game, I got to go. I think I do have to go with Ryan Carpenter. He was plus one on night. He was our lone goal scorer. He was was attacking that pretty strong. He had four shots on net with 15 minutes of ice time, which obviously for a fourth liner, 15 minutes is a little bit of a decent amount. But again, when you do drop to 11 forwards and seven defensemen, you are going to see some higher ice time with your forwards. I think Patrick Kane was second in ice time tonight. Um, 
actually check that. He was first. He had uh, Patrick Kane had 27 minutes, and Keith had 26. So obviously you're asking a little bit more for your forwards when you drop down to one less forward on the on the roster. But uh, Carpenter, that fourth line in general, I'd love to give the player of the game to, but Carpenter had a hell of a night. Yeah, Carpenter kind of having two good games in a row. Good to see that as well. Forwards last night, goal tonight. Love to see him doing a lot of different stuff. Um, my player of the game is going to be Zadaroff. Four hits, you know, big hit guy. You guys know that already. Uh, if we can continue to spread those hits around the team, be physical, like I said earlier, kind of loosen up that puck, give us more opportunities, hopefully, for a fast break or something like that, too. Uh, it's just got something they got to improve on. Yeah, so we see the Blackhawks face the Columbus Blue Jackets Friday at 7 o'clock. And then we see the Bulls play the Trailblazers at 4 o'clock on Saturday. So be ready to tune in some uh, Chicago sports this weekend. We got some good ones. It'll be nice to see the Bulls suit up once again. Uh, We will be without Wendell Carter, who is out for four weeks, Chris. So he's out for a month. Uh, Just a a nagging injury that caught up to him. Uh, So hopefully he gets better. I know it'll be different watching the Bulls without Wendell. Uh, we already did a couple games without him. Played pretty well. So let's continue to keep on that trend, keep going up, keep battling. Uh, and, of course, the trade deadline, getting closer and closer each episode. So we might get some more uh, Zach Levine crazy rumors episode to episode. So Lonzo Ball. Yes, Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. Give me Lonzo in a first-round draft pick, and I'll give you Zach, and I'll give you my left nut, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we are all for that at Cloudgate Sports, uh, saying goodbye to Pat's left testicle. Uh, So (laughs) thank you guys for listening. We will catch you in the next one. Uh, Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, Make sure to check us out on social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the good stuff, and make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasting needs. Thank you guys and see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace out. Austin Jackson back looks up. You can put it on the board. Yeah. Tame center for Kane. He scores. Oh, Patrick Kane set up by Jonathan Tame. The dynamic duo comes through in overtime. Hawk win. Looking. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away. Bang! Over the Bulls win!